This episode of What's the Story podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, including yours truly and my immaculately groomed co-host, Graham Merrow Merrigan. Now, if you're in the market for some beautiful town halls, we have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use the code WTSPOD at checkout. And that's available worldwide. So if you're in Ireland, the UK, the US, Europe, Canada, Australia, doesn't matter. Use WTSPOD at checkout. You'll get that discount and that free shipping. Now, we've been banging on about Manscaped for a good while in this podcast. So I'm going to assume a lot of you out there are already using the good old Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer that features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce those grooming accidents like nicks and tugs and scratches and all the things you get with lesser blades. I'm going to assume you're already benefiting from that advanced skin safe technology that Manscaped have. I'm also going to assume that your nasal hair and ear hair are completely under control. That they get regular trimmages thanks to the weed whacker. I'm going to make that assumption. What I'm here today to tell you about, lads, is Manscaped's brand new peak hygiene plan. It's a, it's just it's a cracking little package. That's what the ladies will say when you use the lawnmower, what? Anyway, it's a great little plan. <laughs> And it's a membership and it's a member's portal that allow you mix and match and tweak and pick and you can do all those things with all the different Manscaped products that you want and love. So rather you want some ball deodorant, rather you want some replacement blades, rather you want some foot deodorant, rather you want a bit of ball toner, rather you want an old crop mop, the old ball wipe. You can mix and match, you can pick whatever you want, you get a scent to you, straight to your door, hassle free, so that your town hall hygiene is always going to pass inspection. You want more though? You want more good news about it? I mean, they give you a free gift. Yeah, that's right. You're not just getting discount with air code. You're not just getting great balls. You're not just getting clean and fresh and looked after. You're also getting a free gift every time. Isn't that good, huh? So your replenishment pack always comes with something a little bit extra to put a smile on your face. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code WTSPOD at checkout. You get 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using the code WTSPOD. Put Handsome on autopilot with the new Peak Hygiene Plan from Manscaped. Hello everybody, welcome to WTS 230, 230 episodes, my god, my name is Danny Murray, and I'm Graham Merrigan, 230, that's mad isn't it though? Yeah that's it, we should call this episode the toothache, Graham. Why? 230. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> You're laughing at your own jokes. Absolutely. We're a year in lockdown, man. What do you want me to do? Like, I have to give myself some sort of entertainment. I'm having conversations with myself during the day and all. It's mad that we're a year in lockdown, isn't it? It is. It is. I'm, yeah, like, I mean, like, literally, as this episode goes out, will be, like, a year and a day since your man said, uh, I need to talk to you about coronavirus. Do you know what I mean? So. That was a good day of our actually. Thank you. <laughs> Again, a year in lockdown, I've been working on it. <laughs> yeah. Been a shit show, isn't it? Ah, yeah, but sure, I mean, look, we're nearly at the end of it now. Like, the vaccines are coming. I'm, I'm in good form. Like, I'm, I'm optimistic after our chat with Luke a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I am as well. But even by Luke's own admission, though, he wished that the government had a bit of ambition with their vaccination programme and, and there's no will to buy any more, like, to buy extra surplus of vaccines because... We have to rely on the European frameworks, vaccines, and that just, to me, that just sounds crazy. Like, And they, they'll say that the supply is not there, but like Luke said, why don't go out and get China's one, go out and get Russia's one. They have mm. plenty, plenty to go, go around, but 
we'll, yeah, we yeah, will I, get there, no doubt about it. But it's just it's the wait and see. And then when you're looking at the Brits and they they're all their restrictions will be lifted on June twenty first, and then we'll be just watching. But we'll be just watching, boy. How he is, lads? Yeah, yeah I know. That I like like, as well, though. I was got yeah. Look, fingers crossed, it doesn't for them. I think at this point, the, the whole world needs to start, you know, seeing a bit of hope and like, geez, if they can do it, why can't we? Kind of carry on. But like, yeah. I don't know, man. The, the whole like a lot of people kind of reacting like they're looking at Britain and they're saying, oh, look what they done because they weren't part of the EU deal and all that. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but you're not really comparing like for like. Ireland isn't Britain. Like, if we were to go into a free market and try and get all the stuff like i think we'd pay far and above what we would have paid as part of the eu deal or whatever and i'm not 100 percent sure it would have worked out the way people seem to think i don't know to be honest with you but look there's more and more vaccines coming the johnson and johnson one but the time this goes out it could be approved by europe that's a little one shot you can keep it in the fridge like fucking diabetes medicine or whatever that'll be a little ripper if it gets going yeah. it's gonna be all right man it's gonna be all right I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy as well. And Liverpool keep losing in the league, so which is amazing. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> that is. Hello to cousin Michael and Keith. How are you, lads? Uh, <laughs> oh man, and Paul Howard, of course. Paul probably hasn't watched any of the matches. Of course, he tends to record them and watch them back sometimes. Oh yeah, there, yeah. He? So yeah. Uh, I was down. I was down the pier with him on Sunday. We walked the dogs mm. and uh, giving them a stick over Liverpool it was very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably even more difficult for them given last season they won the league and everything else, and now this season it's all just gone to pot. Like, yeah, um, yeah. spectacularly dog. gone to pot. Say it again. Paul's dog is excellent. Humphrey, a little basset hound. He's, yeah. a, I think he's he's twelve maybe, and uh, I was thinking he, the way Paul has mentioned Humphrey on previous podcasts with us is that I thought he was a bit immobile and. A bit slow, but my God, Suggsy kept trying to sniff his hole and he was legging it and barking and <laughs> he was yeah. very grumpy and and uh, but he was still he was still very mobile for his age. Is isn't it mad how uh, dogs resemble our humans? Like Suggsy trying to <laughs> Suggsy trying to sniff a hole and sure how many times have I told you not to do that. <laughs> hey. oh, how do you handle yeah. three dogs, Danny? Sure, hang on here, look. Three look, huskies. Look, that's how. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mad, like. I, I, I'm conscious this is an audio presentation. I just turned the camera. I'm recording downstairs. Normally I record upstairs. This week I'm recording in my sitting room. And Lupo was on the floor, just passed out beside me. That's that's their default setting, man. Huskies, huskies have this reputation of being like handfuls and being mad. And you see videos online and they're like singing and screaming and... That's about five percent of a husky. The rest of it yeah. is just eating and sleeping. They're great. Love them. Well, and like my the, the lads that I work used to work with that have huskies, they insisted on that they needed to be walked three times a day, morning, lunchtime, and dinner time. No, no, that's that's a cod. That's sure. Mac uh, from Good Boy Dog Training that we had on uh, previously, a good episode if you're uh, ever looking for a bit of dog advice and check Mac's stuff out because uh, he's he's a good lad. You worked with him quite a bit with Suggsy, didn't you? Yeah, he's deadly. Yeah. Like Mac said himself, kind of when it comes not just Huskies but any dog, like you're better off having a short walk or a short bit of exercise or whatever where the dog is engaged and loving it rather than just walking it for the sake of walking it. Doesn't doesn't do anything like mental stimulation is just as important as physical like. So these yeah. lads have like they've uh, like puzzle toys and they've got like we got them these licky mats right. Now they're so simple, but for dogs they're amazing because all you do is you smear a bit of like vegetable like you we we mash up vegetables and we rub it into this thing or we do peanut butter on it for a treat or whatever. They'll sit there for an hour just trying to lick every last morsel of food out of it like. And, but and then they'll be wrecked after that hour. I was going to say, yeah. And I mean, it's not like they've been doing that. They've literally been lying there just licking this licky mat to bits. Like, But by the end of it, they're like, that's me for the day. Thanks, man, for that. Enjoy that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> 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 Do you know so what I love, that. actually? Do you ever see the old BT ads for the FA Cup where it has the animals and they're just talking? And <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Do you ever see like the two birds sitting beside each other? 
great day today. How about you? <laughs> no, no, I haven't seen it, Matt. Well, Sorry, I don't remember forget, it at all. Yeah, forget about that anyway, because yep. it just the way you said, the way you went, I can imagine the dogs go. <laughs> uh, find them on YouTube and stick them up on the podcast Twitter. And then people yeah. be able to say, rather, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head, though, so I'm very I'll sorry send about them to that. I'll after just, this. They're very just, funny. I just ruined your moment there. I'm very sorry. Yeah, you did. I couldn't articulate it properly either, so move on. It's quite all right. You seem a bit sleepy. Are you tired, Graham? Yeah, I'm very tired today. I don't know why. Yeah. I had yeah. a nap before uh, recording, so I'm 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 alert. Like, I'm alert. It's just I'm lying down and my eyes look like they're closed, but it's because of the yeah. way I'm looking into the camera. Um, yeah, I, I'm not mad about, like evening midweek naps or afternoon midweek naps I find it maybe because I'm getting old just upsets my sleep pattern too much like yeah I nodded off I was watching uh, um, the Harry Bikers and mm. uh, I nodded off and then I woke back up it, was, it felt like I was asleep for about an hour or two but it was about 25 minutes yeah I love the Harry Bikers though uh, I could take them or leave them myself do you know what I'm watching at the moment that I'm actually hooked on and it's what? finals week oh. Junior Masterchef Australia I've watched the American one with Gordon Ramsay but I've not watched the Australian one the Australian Junior one like they, they make a show of you they're aged between 10 and 14 the contestants and the Michelin star recipes they don't, make, they don't make a show of me Graham the, the Michelin star recipes they're coming up with is what ridiculous. are they cooking what are they? What are they making that's so impressive? Um, what was the one last night? They had to pick from uh, event the vegetable patch in the garden, the Master Chef mm. garden, and they had to come up with a dish. And one of the lads picked carrot, and he came up with a carrot jelly, and what's that? Um, glaze and a and a carrot mm. glaze, and they were like, "This is the best." dish we've ever had and you'd put this in a fine dining restaurant your man's only 10 like yeah see that's that's nonsense man i would absolutely bury those children out of it with my, <laughs> with my culinary skills and i mean that's that's he made the carrot jelly don't count like. any our steaks and chips for fuck's sake how don't they and why don't they <laughs> yeah well no like, that's what i'm saying these kids are unbelievable I would have uh, a... They wreck me head though as well. When they're cooking and it's a competition and they're beside each other and all and they're like, say me and you are beside each other, they'd be like, you've got this, Danny. Keep going, Danny. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah I'm not a fan of that faux encouragement kind of, we're yeah. all, oh, stop it. No, I wouldn't. I'd yeah. be like sabotaging their dinner, walking by and kicking over their pot or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, me, they're making their... Fucking velouté of carrot reduction with fucking blah blah blah. I'm there with me tin yeah. of beans and me batch loaf. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like ten minutes left, and I'm like, it only takes six. <laughs> it, only takes six. it only takes four minutes in the microwave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Sitting there, and they're like, you you want to get your grill on? I'm like, toaster. It's fine. Don't worry. It's got this. What yeah, got this. what what is your favorite uh, cooking competition show? I do like Master Chef. I like Master Chef yeah. when they're doing the. I think it was MasterChef, the professionals, and the bit where they have to do the oh, task, where they're brilliant. brought in, and it's like, here's uh, here's a dish we wanted to create, and they have ingredients there, and some of them don't go on the dish, some of them do go on the dish. Yeah, the lads do get found out so quick. They're like, all right, yeah, so you were the head chef of such and such, and what was your signature dish? And they'll say what it is, and they'll be like, brilliant, so you've worked with fish before, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, right, Grant, today you're making, and it's some fish dish, and your man hasn't a clue how to, like, you know, do the fish choppy uppy and yeah. Why couldn't I think of the word fucking butcher there? <laughs> do you butcher <laughs> a fish? Hang on, what is it when you're filling? You, no, a fish monger to somebody who sells fish, isn't it? But somebody who yeah. Like, sorry, I thought you were talking about yeah. when you said butcher. I thought you said what is it that sells a fish? I <laughs> know oh, that, that prepares a fish. What is that? that Fillet a fish. On. Yeah, look, who, who knows? Not me. Do you like That's, fish? Take it or leave it. Depends. Really, really would depends. You, would you cook it at home? We started trying to cook it. Like, Cubes loves a bit of fish. And uh, we started, like, she was like, I want to eat one more fish. And I was like, all right, grand. Like, we'll have, look, one dinner a week can be a seafood dinner. I'll, I'll go with that. Like, 
and uh, we tried loads. I can't, I can't take the salmon. I'm not a fan of salmon, really? but like, yeah, white fish though. Like I can do cod and I can do monkfish and I can do uh, hake and I can do what halibut. I like a bit of halibut. Um, I love prawns. Can't take the prawns at all. Fucking hate prawns. Like an old fish cake. An old fish cake Tuna with steak. Like, huh? Tuna steak. Yeah. I like I like fish cakes with salad and sweet chili sauce. Big fan of that oh, combination. Big yeah. fan of that combination. Throw in a hard boiled egg in the mix of that salad there now, and I'm like, yep, yeah, there we go. Happy you. Happy you. Drop There's a salt. Salmon pepper. Amongst fish cakes though. You don't taste it though. Do you know, like you just get a fishy taste. But it's true. You do, you just get a like you couldn't like if I gave you a fish cake now, right? And I told you, right? There's four types of fish in there. Tell me what they are. You wouldn't. You'd just be like, ah, it's fishy, isn't it? Do you know what no, I mean? you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, and that's not to take away. I know the taste of salmon, though. I think I like salmon. Yeah, I'm, I can't. I can't warm to it all now. I can't warm. I like to place. It all. Yeah, place is all right. Actually, I've had place before. It's grand. Uh, sea bass is one that's supposed to be nice, but I haven't tried it. No, so I haven't tried it either. Um, um, mackerel can't take mackerel. Oh can't no, I like mackerel. Uh, tuna. Why if can't it's, you take mackerel? I just can't. I just, 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 just can't. <laughs> tuna. If it's uh, smothered in tuna, if it's smothered in mayonnaise with a bit of sweet corn, I'm all over it. What um, do you like cooking then? I like I'm I like chicken for its versatility and I like beef. Um steak obviously is it's a winner like but different cuts of beef, different I wouldn't mind trying different like brisket now. Oh brisket I fucking love making. Love a bit of brisket. Do you barbecue? Not really, no. Slow cooker is what I'm more you don't have a barbecue. I've done an old disposable barbecue now. All them ones that you pay a fire yeah, for yeah, the yeah. butcher you just you, you light yeah. them on fire and have to wait till the flames die down. Last summer during uh, lockdown, our mutual friend Mark Brock, um, mm. I went up to the front garden a few times, and he barbecued steak, and it was the most mouth-watering, sensational bit yeah. of steak I think I've ever had. And yeah. I'm looking forward to that this summer. Thanks, Mark. Good man, Brock. Good man. Um, Brock. Brock loves getting into his cooking stuff. He's he's a he's man very good who, at it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been fortunate enough to eat in. The Brock household a number of times over the years, and in fairness to him, like he's he's got a stuff down, you know. But uh, the barbecue thing, I don't know. It seems as though it's it's like uh, unconscious how this is gonna sound. It's almost as if it's a pronunciation of how you prove you're a straight male in 2020 and 2021 <laughs> by barbecuing me. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's. Every macho man out there is, is... It's all the Irish rugby team. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's And I, I say that, and, and friend of the podcast, and the man with Bookshop Podcast himself, Tom O'Matney, is the barbecue king. Um, His mullet, by the way, I don't know if you've seen Tom lately at all, but his his mullet is a thing of beauty. Um, Only he could pull that off with the handlebar moustache. Oh, stop. Lads, if you, if you do, Tom O'Matney, comedian, agent, if everyone podcast a number of times, um, but give give him a look up on on social media there and just just revel in the stunningness of his mullet. It is absolutely glorious. His granddad was a hundred the other day, and he had a picture of him, his dad, and his granddad, and uh, he had the mullet. And I was just like, I think his granddad <laughs> gave the hair a stick as well. <laughs> but um, yeah. The, the, I've noticed a lot of the lads are doing these barbecue things and uh, a friend of the show, Brian O'Connor, another man, Brian from Cork, he, he, he's mad for the barbecue lately as well. And like, fair play to him. I just don't have the... I don't know, it seems like you'd have to, you'd have to watch a barbecue. Whereas a slow cooker, you can just throw it in. Do you know what I mean? Whack it in and come back to it eight hours later and it's delicious. There's not a whole lot of effort with that. Barbecue, you have, you have to, to like, watch it, barbecue. You do, man. You have to get it up to temperature. Then you have to, like, when the barbecue is not looking at you, you fucking throw the meat on on the sloy and close the lid before the barbecue catches on to what's happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to make sure that's the right temperature. The coals have to be a certain way. There has to be this. There has to be that. It's an awful lot of effort for a bit of fucking beef. Like, whack it in the <laughs> slow cooker. Come back to it six hours later. It'll melt in your mouth. You'll be delighted with it. 
slow cooker and the air fryers, they're taking over, aren't they? Yeah, I still haven't gone into the air fryer, despite uh, our official correspondent, Gary Mackle, uh, consistently, consistently and constantly uh, reminding us is the way to go. I've yet to take the plunge. Um, Gary is absolutely obsessed with cooking and slow cookers and yeah. air fryers and everything. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a great man for uh, for the odd recipe here and there. Like, just just we we've a little group of Gary, and every so often he'll text in with what he's made for dinner or what he's thinking about. If making you believe for dinner. he may, if you believe he has made some of those dishes, you're worse. Why? Why wouldn't I believe it? Because it it's like a banquet he's putting on for four people. Would you stop? But sure, he says cooking is his passion. Like so, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I I believe every word of it. I, I I I'm telling you now, when lockdown's over, we we said it months ago uh, in in our little WhatsApp group, Graham. When lockdown is over, I look forward to a come dine at me session with with us and Gary. Yeah. And uh, I think I think Gary'll win. I I think Gary'll win. Yeah, of course he will. He'll definitely Saturday. win because because I'll be disqualified for ordering the Chinese. Do you know what I mean? yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I'll be like, "What do you fancy tonight, lads? Italian is it? Grand Lord of Pizza." <laughs> do you know what, Dan? I got. I was watching um, the BBC last night uh, about nine o'clock, mm. and Caroline Ahern at the BBC was on, right. and she is Mrs. Martin, and. Yeah the writer of co-writer with Craig Cash of the Royal Family. Mm-hmm. And she passed away very young. Um, she had her issues with alcohol. Um, but half an hour of, of, it was like a tribute show to her, showing her stand-up, showing her Mrs. Merton interviews and stuff like that. And it just got me thinking how brilliant British comedy is. Like, some of the shows, like... Um, yeah. I tweeted yeah. last night, what's everyone's favourite British comedy? And I was like... Mine would be the Royal Family, Only Fields and Horses, Phoenix Knights, um, The Office. There's loads, like. Yeah, it's weird. Like, there's some British humour. Like, for example, like, I I wouldn't be an Alan Partridge fan at all. Oh, I love at him. All. I, 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 can't, I fucking love him. I can't fucking stand Steve Coogan, right? Just can't. Um, but Alan Partridge is just a mockumentary, like. I know, I just can't stand. I just, it just, it's never. I've watched it like, and I've watched. I've, I've often thought like I watched it years ago and I didn't like it, and I've often thought, you know, as you get older, like, and just a sense of humor kind of changes and things. And I thought, oh, maybe I'd, I just watched it now. I was like, no. I think the Not last time I tried, I, I think the last time I tried to watch it was, uh, they had a clip where I can't remember what it was, but the, but the end line or something was he was like Jesus, it's like the fucking IRA or something like that. The lad singing "Come Out Your Black and Tans" was the, yeah. the clip. Yeah. And and I remember everybody ranting and raving about it, and whatever. I said, "I'll oh, go on. I'll I'll give him a watch then." And I was just I didn't laugh once. Like I was just like, really? so yeah. what, what what if when you when we talk about British comedy, what would your like series be, or what what did you enjoy? Like only like, fools and horses is like that's. That's the cream of the crop, really. That's laugh out loud, comedy. isn't it? That is proper, like, do you know what I mean? And that's, it doesn't matter how many times you've watched it, yeah, you know, I and agree. even even if you know, like, you'll know the joke's coming up, but you're still, you're laughing before they've even got them out of their mouth, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you're laughing now <laughs> even thinking about it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. But the, um, what's, what was important about the Allenfield's horses is that the characters were brilliant. Yeah, like, Boise, yeah. Trigger, Rodney, Uncle Albert, yeah, they were all Uncle brilliant. Albert, yeah. Um, and even even in the late like where the 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 kid Del Boy's kids and all were in it like that like yeah. fucking brilliant like you know uh, yeah. uh, I only feel for Nicholas Lin, Lindhorst uh, Rodney slash Dave um, <laughs> okay, actually <laughs> speaking of that you know the, the the stadium in Wales Rodney Parade yeah. there was graffiti there last week somebody spray painted a big X through Rodney and just spray painted Dave above it no way <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, cracked up laughing. Um, that is hilarious. But uh, yeah, Good Night Sweetheart. That's another one that I, I loved. I used to watch that with my man and when, when I was younger. And then I recently rediscovered it. And I'm on season four now and I'm very much enjoying it. A lot of the jokes in it, there's no way you'd get away with making in this day and age, though. Yeah. Um, I thought Good Night Sweetheart was good, but I don't know if it's iconic or anything like that. No, I, no I'd agree with you. It certainly wouldn't be... Uh, it wouldn't be considered in the same way only fields and horses or whatever. But kind of just, like, it's kind of like sea level. It'd be like one foot in the grave. 
That's actually, do you know what? Yeah, you're 100 percent right there. It would be, yeah, Victor Meldrew. Uh, or Last of the Summer Wine. Uh, I've never watched Last of the Summer Wine. Uh, that was like again, it wasn't iconic, but I, like mm. I remember Sunday evenings relaxing to yeah, watch, to I, watch like, it. And I think it was good. That, I know me man I would have watched it now over the weekend when you only had like back in the day you only had like five channels or whatever it was yeah. <laughs> you know I mean yeah, before yeah. satellite TV became popular like keeping up appearances yeah. as well was brilliant yeah Ab, Ab Fab as well that was another one I loved Ab Fab um, but yeah now a lot of the British stuff I just didn't I, I don't know just like even British stand up comedy like Lee Evans I I oh. fucking hate Lee Evans I can't hate him at all like I never talk to him. I, 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 yeah, I just don't get it because I like. But when it comes to British stand up, I like storytellers. Um, yeah. I don't like the cheap laugh of talking about, like, I don't know, rape and stuff. I meant to see Jimmy Carr before and he told about two joke, two rape jokes. It's like, is there actually any need for that? Jimmy Carr, I, I like some Jimmy Carr stuff. I like because sometimes those kind of short punchy jokes are, are brilliant like but I kind of got the feel like with, with some of the Jimmy Carr stuff I liked him and then it just got to the point where it's kind of like he's he's going a little bit Frankie Boyle in the sense of the controversy is what he thinks is funny not mm. the humour Um, but yeah like I mean I, I'd be the same kind of that style like Billy Connolly to me will always be the greatest comedian that's ever lived he like absolutely just I could doesn't matter how many times I've watched the DVD or I've watched the stand-up special or whatever, I will always laugh. Eddie Izzard, I fucking love Eddie Izzard. Really? Oh, I never yeah. took to Eddie Izzard's comedy. Yeah. I love Billy Connolly. Eddie. I've seen Billy Connolly live. Same, um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed yes. it. I, I, I think my expectations, because it was Billy Connolly, who I think is a superstar when it comes to stand-up mm-hmm. comedy, um, and I enjoyed it. I think I just expected... I think my expectations yeah. were too, too high. Same think, as when I went to see Chris Rock, I was like, uh, he was just meh. Yeah, I was the same. I went, we went to see Chris Rock in the Tree Arena there only a couple of years ago, and yeah. like, like I laughed, like, but at the same, it didn't like it didn't blow me socks off or anything like no, that. No, it didn't, think, didn't blow the, me socks off. The, the Billy Connolly thing, I, I was fortunate enough to see him a few times, and I got to see him in 2001 in the in the All Point Depot, and it was fucking amazing. Absolutely fucking hilarious, and I've seen him again a couple of times over the years. I think the the last two times he was in Dublin, um, I can't remember where it was. The Borg actually played the Olympia was the Olympia, right? It was the Olympia, yeah. and like I enjoyed it, but like the age definitely has caught up with him. And then Parkinson's and yeah, and like part of Billy's. Part of the humour for me watching Billy Connolly was always the thing of he'd start on one joke and he'd go, oh, that reminds me. And he'd tell you two or three different I love stories. That, and, yeah. and he'd go, what was I talking about again? And it would always come back together. Like, But now it felt as though when he was doing that, he was actually, like, it wasn't almost, it wasn't as endeared and it was like you were watching an old man struggle in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, yeah. but I still absolutely loved him and I'm fucking so happy that I did get to see him as many times as I did. Like, We'll be right back to our guest, but first we gotta take a quick word from our good friends at Manscaped. We've got good news. They've just launched their peak hygiene plan. Now, this is a little membership portal, lads, and allows you to mix and match all your favourite Manscaped products. And I'm telling you, you wanna get in on this because it's gonna give you the most hygienic testes in town. Your town halls are going to be superb with this package, alright? So what it allows you to do is to tweak and select all the products that you want. They get shipped to your door directly, hassle-free. You can build a combo any way you want. So you can get a little bit of ball deodorant, a little bit of foot spray, some ball wipes. It allows you to do all of that and your membership price will stay the same. You even get a free gift sent to you every month. This month, the free gift is foot dust or foot deodorant. Massively important. Not more than coming home from a long day, cracking off the air, Jordan. The smell rises up, hits you in the face. Your eyes start to water, the paint starts to peel. Your neighbor has to open a window. The dog has ran away from you. Your missus is shouting at you, What is wrong with you? Did something die in your shoe? None of that will happen when you use this stuff, right? And you get it for free when you subscribe this month. Peak hygiene plan from Manscaped. Head on over to manscaped.com. Use the code WTSPOD 
you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Now, back to our guest. When I went to see Peter Kay, I thought I was going to have an aneurysm with the yeah. laugh. His storytelling, and you could, like, on his DVDs, his storytelling is kind of along the same lines, but it's just kind of up to date. But I still find it hilarious. Mm. But it's some of his some of the stories, the way he tells them, like, you do be crying laughing. I remember at the start of the show, it said, uh, there's going to be an intermission here. And I was saying to, I met with David Brock. I was like, Brock, what the mm. fuck's there an intermission for? I've never been to a stand-up show where there's an intermission. But boy, Jay's, you needed it at Peter Kay because your mouth was in bits yeah. from that. Peter Phoenix Knights is one of the best sitcoms going. Tell me you like Phoenix Knights. Yeah, Max and Paddy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You liked Phoenix Knights, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I love Peter Kay. It's not convincing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, because I kind of feel like who doesn't love Peter Kay? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, Like, I've never got to see him live. I fucking love... I think it wasn't he meant to play, and then he cancelled, and then... Yeah. Yeah, you know, but... uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Like I'd I'd love to see him live, uh, because like any time I've watched anything that he's done or he's been on, like uh, Graham Norton or Alan Carr or whichever one it was, like it's fucking hilarious. Like he's just Graham Norton stand up is excellent, isn't it? I've only ever seen one of his stand up things. I've never I've never seen a whole, whole lot about it. But I I have to say I did. I laughed a lot at it. Um, the other one that I love and he kind of, he flies a lot under the radar. There's a guy called Dave Gorman. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, he does a show on Dave called Modern Life is Goodish. Um, but I've never seen Dave Gorman. Jono, my brother, put me on to him years ago. Uh, through this thing, it was called the, the Dave Gorman, or Are You Dave Gorman? And then a DVD came out called The Dave Gorman Collection, where drunkenly one night he made a bet with one of his mates that he couldn't find a Dave Gorman for every card in a deck of cards. He had to go out and find 52 other Dave Gormans. And he literally travels the world trying to find them, like, and it just the whole story goes from there, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, really? And then, yeah, and then two years after that, he done another one. Then, um, now this is you're talking the early two thousands for this, right? So, like, you wouldn't be able to do this now, I don't think. But he done this thing where uh, he found out what a Google whack is, right? Now a Google whack was basically you'd put two independent words into Google and you'd only get one result, just one. Right? So of all the things in the internet, these two words, you'd only get one. And they had to be actual words, like they couldn't be made up words or whatever. You couldn't do that now because the internet is just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. So the chances of you getting one now are fucking impossible. Like. But back yeah. then, and he set himself a task of finding 10 in a row and he had to do it by his whatever it was his 33rd birthday or something like that and the fucking the story just goes from there he ends up going to America he ends up going to Australia he ends in Australia uh, Jordan Mardi Gras and the last person in his Google Wack chain is a secret crossdresser who uh, likes to think that they're a Danny Minogue tribute and it's just fucking <laughs> no. like and this is all like it's, it's all actual it's real it happened it's like it is Fucking hilarious, man! It's brilliant. Uh, so if if you've ever watched uh, his show on Dave and you've enjoyed it in any way at all, I would highly recommend going and finding those two things. They're fucking hysterical. Did you like the Royal Family there? Ah, yeah, yeah. Of course you did. Classic, you know I mean? isn't it? Um, Classic. Like <laughs> there was yeah. a couple, when I, I tweeted last night about it, I got hundreds of responses. Mm. And there was a couple of comedies that I had forgotten about, but a couple that I'd never heard of. So with The Royal Family, obviously it's written by Caroline O'Hare and Craig Cash. And people kept mentioning Early Doors, which is written by Craig Cash. I've never oh, seen Early Doors, yeah. but it looks really good. And I can't find anywhere to bloody watch the thing. Yeah, I've never uh, heard of it. But do you remember Drop the Dead Donkey? I, 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 rem- I, I never watched it, but I remember the show. Like, that I was remember. very good. That was very, very good. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned The Office there. And it's weird. The British office, I never really talked to, but extras, I fucking loved extras. Extras is brilliant. Man, loved it. And like, I like Ricky Gervais. Like, I like a stand-up and whatever. And Afterlife on Netflix is fucking brilliant. Yeah. But extras, man. Derek <laughs> is brilliant. 
Derek is Derek is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. I think that one flies under the radar big time. Like big time, yeah. Um, but the the episode of extras where Liam Neeson wants to be a comedian is just. No. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually go back and watch extras. Oh my god, man! It's Down so Netflix. good. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's absolute gold. Like, but um, yeah. So I think British comedy is brilliant. I think it's very yeah. consistent. Like, there's so many sitcoms. Like, even if you look at like like we were saying the 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 sea level, so to speak, of sitcoms like Good Night mm. Sweetheart, uh, One Foot in the Grave, uh, Last and Summer Wine, like even something like Din- Dinner Ladies. Or yeah. you remember um, what was your one, Mrs. Bouquet? What was that? Keeping up appearances. Is that what that one was? Yeah, that was yeah, one. that was brilliant. But do you remember as well? Do you ever remember the British Empire? Oh yeah, my God, the British Empire! Loved brilliant, absolutely, Mister Britas. Yeah, that was just oh brilliant. Like, what was it? They operated a gym, wasn't it? Or like yeah, it was a, like a leisure center. center. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was oh, deadly. Man. That was actually fucking brilliant, yeah. And then, of like, obviously you've got the likes of Faulty Towers and all that as well. Like, Absolutely. there's some that are almost too obvious, do you know what I mean? Like, but the British Empire, oh, Red the Wharf, Red the Wharf had some yeah. cracking episodes. Brilliant. Uh, but see, the thing is, like, the BBC created a lot of them, and the BBC seemed to always set aside funding, say, for sitcoms, good mm. half-hour sitcoms. It's a pity Ireland doesn't do that, like. Yeah, it's... It's weird, RTE it? or Virgin like, or that like that, you know. It's pity they don't say here to a production company, we're ordering ten episodes of a sitcom, half hours. So because we have the talent, we have great comics in Ireland. And that's true. You know I mean, if you look at it, some of the some of the best ones over the years have been very Irish. Like I mean, obviously Father Ted is, do you know what I mean, arguably the greatest comedy series ever. Like, but again, it took Channel Four to back that and make that. Mm. Dirty Girls, Dirty Girls is. Right one of the best that's out there at the moment like it's absolutely fucking brilliant you know and then you've got the young offenders absolutely brilliant but again that's bbc that are kind of doing that as a co-thing uh it always seems to be a joint thing though doesn't it It, yeah and maybe it is a money thing for rte like i know people say that and like i remember uh there was one i think was in the early 2000s rte parts of freedom i think it was called ah brilliant absolutely fucking amazing and then they followed phenomenal they followed it up then with this thing, I think it was called the Roaring Twenties, and it was the biggest pile of dog toffee. Roaring Twenties? The Roaring Twenties, the thing, I, I think. I remember that. I don't even think RTE would ever put it on the player. It was that bad, like. And, I, I, like, I mean, I'm sure the people involved in it, like, I've heard stories over the years of just RTE come to people, like, literally, and they say, we'll give you six months to make something. So you right. just, it's either you, you agree to it, or you just... You you forget about it and you'll probably never get another shot at it. So maybe that's what happened and they rushed it and they thought they had a good idea they'll go with it, but it was just fucking muck like. Do you remember in the mid nineties? Think around ninety six, maybe ninety five, ninety six. Upperly Mobile. No, no, I don't remember that at all. RTE's like sitcom. I think they did three seasons, and it was just like it was it was a sitcom. And it was just based around three families and just yeah. little day-to-day happenings. Like, it would, I don't think it got great reviews, but I thought it was okay. It was clean, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, actually, just, it's, it's not an RTE one, but it just popped back into my head there. Um, bread. Do you remember Bread? Oh, Bread was brilliant. <laughs> bread was fucking... Classic. The Scouse family, absolutely. I remember, I used to come home primary school and... Uh, used to be back-to-back episodes at about three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, ma would be coming in and work around the same time. So you both sit there and have our bit of soup or whatever watching it, like, because she would have watched it when it was originally on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But absolutely fucking brilliant. I love that one. Yeah, that was brilliant. And the mother in it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so many there is. Honestly, is, there's so this many. Great nostalgia buzz this is. There was so, yeah, right. There was, there was so many shows like that when you're kind of, like over the years obviously but even just kind of when you think about it just like the ones that like that when you're growing up you'd watch with your parents that like you watched it because they were watching it you didn't really have much of a choice but now yeah. like they're fucking hilarious like you know what I mean so I remember watching Upper, Upperly Mobile I think it was on a Sunday evening mm. um, and I think I like you said I think I was watching that most Sundays with me, either my parents or my grandparents mm. and uh, 
because it was clean. My granny granddad used to love kind of clean comedy, silly yeah. jokes, you know, that way. Um, that's why I got taken upwardly mobile. Um, your man actually that was in it was, was he died of, he got into a fight on Georgia Street and he had a heart attack. Jesus. And it turned out then that he was actually in the real IRA. That's quite the torn I wasn't expecting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sitcoms, they're brilliant. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. I love how you done it. Like you're like <laughs> you got into a fight on George Street and had a heart attack and it turned out and I thought you were going to say yeah, it turned out we had this undiagnosed heart condition, or he had like a hole in his heart and the stress of the fight. No, no. Yeah, he had a heart attack. It turns out he was in the real life. Yeah, as but if, the only found as out that was when... the next logical step. <laughs> the only found out at his funeral when he got like gun salute and tricolour and all on his coffin and, a, and all. A load lad and balaclavas torn up to pay their respects. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. yeah. Oh, fair play, fair play. I'm gonna after we record this, I'm gonna check the British Empire how oh, I can watch that. Oh yeah, I was there. Actually, yeah, the British Empire is the one that's been in my head now ever since you mentioned yeah. it. Um, Brilliant. My God, man. My God. But uh, yeah, but this. Do you know what it is? Like, I think lockdown is kind of because everyone like I know everyone is going to say, "Oh, I fucking completed Netflix. It's done now. I'm done with it." Like, do you know what I mean? But it's those kind of older shows and stuff, and it's given. It's very easy to get wrapped up. I know lockdown isn't fucking perfect for anyone, but like, it's given us loads of opportunities to do some good stuff as well. Like, and like that, just yeah. watch those great shows and all that. Look, I've got mad into playing the PlayStation again. I, yeah. like, I mean, do you know what I mean? And I'm enjoying it. So I'm like, oh, mm. fuck, I'm going to focus on the little things that I like. So now yeah, are I'm going Are you playing it on, online? Are you gaming online with other people or just yourself? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm gaming online now. So uh, there's this. I'll, I'll, do you ever get young lads that beating you in NBA or anything? Oh, listen, listen. <laughs> I can't, I can't play NBA online because even wearing the Air Jordans, I get hammered. Which <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like twenty points down at half time, and I'm like, you don't know what you're in for. I've got this. I lace up the Air Jordans, throw them on, still get hammered. I, I don't know. They're not working. I don't know what's happening. Um. But yeah, no, I'm 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 in this. Uh, I played a Formula One game, and I'm in this league online, uh, League of Ireland F1, and they have a a YouTube thing and a Twitch thing and and all those sort of things. There's some of the lads have one of the lads. Uh, I can't remember his name. He has a TikTok thing, and he has like two million followers on it, uh, just from doing these F1 yokes. But some of the lads in it are fucking insanely like just esports as a whole thing. That I didn't really, you know what I mean. And these are huge, Danny. Man, it's insane. Like, you know what I mean. Should be. I wonder if he could get anyone on to talk about it. Yeah, I'm sure I could ask them. I should ask one, one or two of the lads from this League of Ireland F1. It's great. What's his name? Dragon Dragonfly Six. No, no, Dragonfly was kicked out of league for antics, (laughs) performance (laughs) enhancing. He was using a PS5. Uh, there's one of the lads uh, Big Slater he's like the probably <laughs> that, that's his, his screen and do you know what's mad about it right and this is how small the world is uh, so Jono Jono was the one playing league and he said it to me and he was like look if you want I was like, ah, might as well sure look nothing, nothing else going on so got involved and I'm absolutely loving it like I'm fucking terrible compared to these lads I do be getting lapped and all do you know what I mean yeah yeah but as it turns out, in just a random kind of thing, four or five of the lads are from Ballyogan. Oh, aye. And Slater is one. I used to play football with his brother, Mark. <laughs> no way. <laughs> just a mad little coincidence. So you'd be having the chats with these strangers while gaming? Yeah, ah, yeah, you would, yeah. They're great crack. They're all sound lads, in fairness, like, and, um, as I said, like, some are unbelievable at the game. Like, the fucking, like, your, your man Slater is, like, I can't remember what track there's some of the tracks where he has like times that are in the top 30 top 50 top 100 of the entire world like do you know what I mean and I'm there in like 111,000 do you know what I mean <laughs> oh but uh, yeah man I've got I've got mad into that uh, but the whole e-game and our e-sports thing is like the money involved in it holy god yeah but sure when lockdown first happened 
uh, last year and, and the Premier League and stuff was gone. Sky Sports were showing esport esports of like gamers playing. Uh, it was a, a legit Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Sky were showing those matches, and I was like, oh, I can't be watching e gaming on on Sky. Like, it's, it's mad. Like, yeah, well, on Sky, fair enough. Like, but I mean, like, I I do be watching the lads race now, and I'm like, sometimes it's better than an actual Formula One race, which let's be honest can be very fucking boring. But yeah, yeah. This is because it's like lads in a computer game, and like the setting is that all the cars are the same, so it's literally just how good you are, as opposed to. You know, Lewis Hamilton is in the best car by fucking 100 million miles. Like, yeah. Um, so there must be mayhem in it. And lads do be fucking go mad at each other. And it's a bit of, like, I get great entertainment out of it. But uh, yeah, lads, give it a look. League of Ireland F1. If uh, if you're into your esports and your gaming and all that, like, I'm enjoying and, it. And how would you compare it to your championship manager days? <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't come down the stairs in racing overalls and a helmet. But. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm yes. getting, yeah, I was gonna say yes. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting very. Uh, if I can find a three or four XL pair of racing overalls and a helmet <laughs> that'll fit my tennis ball head, then who knows what laughing. Um, yeah, I do. I get a bit, I get a bit into things, don't I? Rabbit holes, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it is rabbit holes. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it though. Rabbit holes are good things, though, not rabbit holes with conspiracies. No, no, they can go and eat me, shy. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, there's too too much of that in the world at the moment. There's too many G Demps type characters out there. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. No, of course not. No, fucking pillock. Um, anyway, <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, I'm. Look, I don't know. I know people lockdown isn't great, but I'm focused on the positives, man. We're nearly out of it. And I've had a year to complete Netflix and play the PlayStation. No yeah. complaints out of me on that front. It'll be all right, lads. We'll we'll get through. Like we're nearly there. Hopefully, that's it, man. That's it. And you're that's it. That the fucking you knows, man. You might be going to a League of Ireland match sooner than you think. Hopefully, I don't know why I have it in my head that I'd be going to a match in July. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully, we could all be up to our ditties and vaccines, growing a toward arm. But you'll be on the fucking stands giving a socks, like gentlemen. You know I mean? Yeah. So, imagine, yeah, imagine just growing wings and all after. <laughs> I love how it's not like it's, it's, you know, what I mean, it's not like, oh, imagine you develop some sort. It's like, imagine you grow wings, like, imagine, yeah, a wing yeah. at the back, like, imagine. Well, that's if, if, if uh, the government take your advice and go to Russia or China to get them vaccines, who knows what we'll be growing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take one, like, no butter. Oh, listen, hook it to my veins. Absolutely. Well, it's good, it's good enough for Putin and his army, man. He's not risking the army, do you know what I mean? No, he he's not. He wouldn't be sticking it in those boys unless he was pretty confident. Like, So exactly. if it's good enough exactly. for the Russian military, sticking in my arm, Give if, it means, if it means I can deadlift 400 kilos two minutes after it, then so be it. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking Captain America super serum or whatever. You don't yeah. like Marvel, actually, do you? Mar- no, um, I don't not like them. I like just... the, su- the superhero stuff, you're not, you're not into it as such, are you? Um, not not really. Some I did get into the Transformers movies. Um, I think when it got to the third one, I stopped. Um, I loved I loved Nolan's Batman's Christopher Nolan's ah, yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah, I will watch. Yeah. I will watch the Batman next year. Mm. Um, Barry Keown's in it, so I'd interested in that. Yeah, Colin Farrell is Penguin, and it's terrifying what they've done to him. He looks unreal, doesn't he? It's 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 mad like it's yeah yeah it's so, all cgi though isn't it it's makeup like yeah it's all like makeup is insane now would you ever see yeah. those girls on youtube who like you know they, they they look just like you know a spotty 16 year old girl would look and then they do their makeup and they actually make themselves look like fucking i don't know jerry hallowell or something like they literally <laughs> turn themselves into somebody i don't know why i said fucking gender <laughs> spot bloody <laughs> struggling there you were <laughs> but like they literally make themselves look like somebody famous just by you know contour and special effects and all is it yeah they they use they they so skilled with the makeup that they can make themselves look like somebody else with just makeup no prosthetics or anything like that just makeup pretty good i don't be watching those to be honest then 
I do. I do be scrolling on like <laughs> Instagram reels or whatever, and you get these little things of like you know, Slater. Tell you? <laughs> no, we didn't actually. Big no. Slater. That's a screen name, yeah, yeah. What's your screen name? Uh, Danjo one three five eight. That's all right. Add me What's on the significance of one three five eight. Thirteen Brian O'Driscoll, fifty-eight Marco Simoncelli. Pretty good. There you go. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I usually use one three one six, but somebody had taken it. I thought you'd be more of a three sixteen guy. Uh, well, yeah, no. Well, the sixteen is normally there, but for uh, Roy Keane as opposed to three sixteen Stone Cold. So there you Yeah, but that's it. Um, geez, I don't know. I feel like we've had a, an awfully long waffle now, man. I feel like, do you know? That's what. That's what we were supposed to do. That's true. Yeah, we didn't pause to put in our manscape that. I feel like we should have done that a while back. I'll do you find, not just add them in? I'll find a spot and I'll stick it in. Who knows? Yeah. Be a surprise. Well, it won't be a surprise. People who are listening to this bit will have already heard the ad. <laughs> now they're peeking behind the court into our production meetings where I say, I must put in that Manscaped. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm actually going to have to re-record it because the one that I use has, and now back to our guest, but sure there's no guest this week. Ah, bollocks. Yeah. I'll figure it out. We'll just snip that bit off the end. Pretend nobody mm. ever, nobody will notice. Even now when I'm talking about it, they won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped.com. Use the code WTSPOD. You get 20% off, free shipping, and your town halls will be beautiful. And if you want to listen to any other podcasts, what do they do? They just pop WTSPOD into any podcast provider. You can go Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, anywhere and everywhere that you can download a podcast. Just search WTSPOD. And all 229 episodes that preceded this episode will be there waiting for you. Lovely. And he's at Danjo Murray and I'm at American Mania. I'm off to have a look if I can watch the British Empire. And until next week. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Too sweet. <laughs>